Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host Shane Brennan, joined as always by the amazing Aaron Chalk. How are we, Aaron? Well, I'm, I'm all the better after that lovely introduction, Shane. I, I'm uh, keeping very well. How are you doing? I am. Uh, I'm great. I'm. Uh, I'm really good now. Uh, it's. Uh, it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. Yeah. So uh, this is. I feel like the adults become, are away. Yeah, it's become quite rare that we don't have a guest, and we like we've had, we've had so many brilliant guests over the last while that you kind of. You kind of get used to having guests on. Can you? You kind of want guests on because they bring you ads that you've never seen before. But yeah, and perspective. Yeah, this is this is like this is this is going back old school. Just uh, Misha Augustusa. Yeah, and like I feel like it's like because we we don't really get to bring that many ads anymore. It was nice to be, do a little bit of research and be like, yeah. oh yeah, what's this? Or not even. But actually, I had so many kind of in the chamber. I didn't really have to do that much research. <laughs> yeah, you don't have an outlet anymore because the guests are taking yeah. it off. Whereas fucking, we did about eight months of us like, I was like, geez, I'm running out of stuff here. Like, I'm back in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's great. And uh, like, we've we've called this episode, um, we, we, we don't have a theme on it. It's a free for all. So it's literally those ads that are in the chamber that we can, <clears throat> we can, we can bring to the table and without, without rhyme or reason. And just show some great ads. So I'm very excited, very excited about today's episode. Yeah, completely, completely. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It was, the, um, it was funny. I was only, uh, it was like, because we did the Super Bowl episode there with um, with Barney. And Barney, yeah. yeah. And we were on that saying like, oh, we, we definitely covered off all the stuff because as you said it's like who would spend that much money and not get the most amount from their creative the week before and then literally you and barney were texting when like the jim carrey stuff was dropping and then on the night like loads of shit dropped yeah. and it was like mm, okay that's uh that's good to know <laughs> yeah we were completely wrong on that so we're, we're a couple of weeks after the super bowl but we'll, we'll cover off some of the things that fell between the cracks that uh that we uh we we, we didn't have foresight on so completely but uh before that um a little bit of jib jab i want to get something off my chest oh um, here we go get the soapbox out shane's up and it's it. about it's about you and cool. it's about you podcasting and i just want to put this to our audience i was like aaron needs to set up his own podcast called chalk and cheese where he reviews cheese. oh you're, you're calling me out on it now now it I'm has calling happened. You out on it. and the reason i'm calling you out on it is so for for the listeners at home um i came up with this this uh, uh, title for a podcast for Aaron oh aged months back because Aaron does love cheese I love right? cheese he adores I cheese I absolutely and I text love him a cheese board being like you should do a personal podcast where you just try different cheeses from different shops and we you can call it chalk and cheese and I was like that's like the name makes you have to do it yeah and even, I say, it's the, not even much if commitment. podcast is shit just the name Doesn't alone matter. just it's, own it's, it it's Leonard and Community reviewing frozen pizza. It's, it's <laughs> I, like, I love that so much. <laughs> and it's like it's 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 Dave Portnoy's uh, Barstool Sports like one bite review of pizzas around. You just like it's it's a, it's a, it could be a three minute clip of you just being like Blue Stilton from Super Value. That's an eight. <laughs> I, I actually reckon the shorter, the funnier that would be. Literally just like one bite, it being regular run-of-the-mill cheese, like a, a cheddar block from Tesco. 
and I, I love I love the idea of you like sitting because there's so many outdoor seating there because of COVID. So you like outside of a Tesco in Castlebar with like, <laughs> Jacob's crackers, <laughs> being like and like with a really crappy angle of your phone and being like, that's that's some that's some good cheese. That's a- and it's some like eighties nineties style music as a my intro theme. I think yeah. uh, I think we're onto it. I think we're onto it. And the reason I'm bringing it back up is because. Um, I said it to I said it to Neve. I was like, you know, I want Erin to set up a podcast called about cheese reviewing called Chalk and Cheese. And she literally we were eating food and she stopped eating and nearly spat her food out and started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is it. I was like, yeah, he has to start doing this. Yeah, all right. I I I I'll do I'll do it even next just weeks. a pilot. I'll do I'll do a pilot. I, I promise I'll do a pilot. Just a pilot in the next few weeks. Yeah. And like, what you should do is you should go into like the super valued cheese place and like talk to the lady or the man behind the the counter see i think uh, that's even too serious i think i think the more low budget you go (laughs) the better do it do it low budget like do like you know those tiktokers like film themselves while they're talking to someone it's like ah yeah give me give me 200 grams of that that thing is that lovely (laughs) is it is there cranberries in that (laughs) all right i'll I'll do a pilot i'll do a pilot okay that's great it's said here now the faux podcast network is growing and chalk yeah. and cheese is coming to your ears very oh. soon for all your, cheese. Your better watch out. They better watch out. Our network is our network's getting there. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Any listeners want to get in touch about that and find out where the first episode is going to be? Please poke Chalky and make him do this, <laughs> just so we can we can all full of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we can all listen and watch that amazing, amazing um, venture of chalk and cheese. Mm. so that was okay. the bit I wanted to get off my chest and I wanted to do it live on air so you couldn't get away from it because I edit so I'm keeping this in <laughs> that's fair okay called out called out shit or get off the pot time so okay since we are we're back to back to this podcast um, we are kind of bringing stuff just random free for all stuff um, do you want to go first and just tell you like there's no theme so like what, what, do you, what are you bringing to us yeah let's go okay okay one of the reasons I'm very excited about this week's episode, shit, I'm gonna get close to the mic. That's how that's how important this is. Mm-hmm. I have wanted to show this ad from our very first episode of I Love That Ad. Okay. That is Building over a man. year ago. And the reason I want to bring this one is because it is my favourite ad of all time. But okay. it's very long. But now it's the adults as you said, their adults aren't here, it's a free for all, I get to do what I want. So we're gonna watch this ad this ad is six minutes long but i do implore anyone if you are listening to this just pause this right now and watch this ad or google the ad just for context for people at home i banned aaron from showing long ads because the the linkedin clip can only be 10 minutes and since his ba fiasco of showing me the british air fucking security (laughs) video that was five and a half minutes long so like i wasn't able to clip it because there was 30 seconds of intro and then we had four minutes and we were just talking for ages about it so i banned him from showing long ads so that's why he's so excited about this yeah <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm i'm let loose i'm i'm uh, i've been given 50 quid to go into the candy shop and i'm spending it all on this ad right. so this ad is for johnny walker blue label and it's called the gentleman's wager Let's go it is it. it is epic let's have a look
I want this boat. Built in 1928. Designed by the Baglietto Yard. Variazze, Italy. Nothing like it in the world. Rarer than rare. It's not for sale. I want to buy with money. I want to win it. With a dance. <laughs> with dance. Ooh. With a dance. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Well, let me just pin it up at the front. It, it definitely feels too tight under here. Yes. In you go. Oh, this is perfect. Is that a piano? Is that working? Yeah. It's a very old piano, but it's got a lovely tune, you know. What did you want it for, anyway? A bit of fun. No. Ah, oh, well, let's get on with it then.
I want to buy this boat. Built in 1928 by the renowned Balietto Yard, Varezzi, Italy. Nothing like it in the world. Rarer than rare. It's not for sale. I don't want to buy it with money. I want to buy it with a story. A story. Shane has a chance to shit all over that ad because I know he's not the biggest fan. That ad just brings me so much joy. I've watched that ad probably about 20 times. That's not an ad for me. That is just... I think it's, it's a beautiful short. I love it. There's a lots of leaps you have to make with it. You know, you can there's there's definitely areas you can tear holes in, but with, with some of the best stuff, you just have to go with it. And... I just love it. I've when I when I first saw that, I was bowled over because I'd never seen anything like it <clears throat> in my life. Or read that ads could even be like that. So for me, it absolutely blew my mind. Obviously, starring Jude Law, uh, Giancarlo Giannani. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I can never say his name. Directed by Jake Scott, and it was made by Anomaly in the US. Okay. I that's great. Um, actually, uh, no, I won't. I won't pull it apart. I'll just question. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, because like obviously production value is really high. Like it's as you said, it's a short. It's not an ad. That is not an ad. That is a short. That is the equivalent of product placement in a Bond film. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> like that's that's all it is. You know what I mean? They they have an end card and and, and that's that's the addition of it. The high quality is like it's cinema quality. It's completely out there story. It's not going to be served anywhere as a traditional ad. Um, now I don't, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think ad is one thing or another thing. You know what I mean? Um, but I wouldn't call it. It is an ad. It's just not yeah, ads as okay. we typically know them. It is. A, it is an ad in the sense that films are ads too for products. Just like Pokemon cartoon is an ad for something. Mm. It is an ad. Yeah. Like they're advertising a product. Yes. Um. But I just think so. One, I actually hadn't seen that one. I thought you were going to show ah, the fucking Monaco this, one. That's the, the now uh, that is the Gentleman's Wager two, which I've was the sequel two. to this, and that is it, it is not a patch. It, I don't even bother watching the Gentleman's Wager two. It's all about this one, no, the no, original, the, uh, and that's where it's. That's to where be it's super clear, that is really well made right to be super clear it's well written 
they're great actors it looks gorgeous it's a lovely high concept piece i just think and it's it's who it's made for i find difficult to to connect with it's like like even the characters <laughs> the 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 life they're living it's it's so it's confusing amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> but you know why, what I mean? why are like, they mates why are they on a boat like that i don't know it's like this like mentor like it's it's this weird they're living in this universe I, I just i have so many questions about their relationship so like and 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 then by the end you're like oh actually it's it's like there was there was um I think there was an island off the coast of South America where, oh no, maybe it was near Easter Island, where rocks were the currency, right? As in stones. And the bigger the stone, the more value. So what used to happen with really large boulders is you'd be like, oh, you own this now, but it would never move. So like, mm. you'd be like, there's a boulder that's like, oh yeah, okay, this is the diary for you marrying my daughter. It's that boulder over there. And the boulder would never move. It's just now that's mine, <laughs> right? And that's what the boat is it's like it it's not going to move they're both going to use it the exact same way it doesn't impact anything they're just entertaining themselves with doing little projects to be like i own it now because i did this <laughs> so um if the other one approves so yeah it's look it's really cool like i i think what what, what i find difficult to process with it is what like being in the room with it. Like if that was just a short, you remove Johnny Walker from that and that's just a short. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? That's a nice short. It's a nice piece. It's, it's well, I, 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 I actually can completely see why Johnny Walker Blue Label uh, is attached to that scene no, throughout it. I can, but I wouldn't get there. I can see why they did it, but that is not, like that's not creative. I don't, I'm not jealous of that creative. Does that make sense? I'm not like, oh, how did they make that? They spent. They threw money at it. That's yeah, how they made that. Absolutely. <laughs> but so that's no problem. So that's why for me that it doesn't. Like, and I'd seen the Monaco one. I'd seen that, and like as I said, it's really nice. But like, for me, it's not a. It's not in my top, but it's still class. Like I can see why you love it. I have yeah. no problem with that. I absolutely but, love it. I think. I what just do you think love about it? It's just. I think it just oozes slickness. Right. I just mm -hmm. now. That's just pure. That's a lot that the two actors actually bring to it more than anything else. Beyond anything else is is their ability to elevate the piece. And I think I think Jude Law, his acting in it is actually brilliant. Like there's no doubt he's he's an just being Jude Law though. That's Jude Law in every film Jude Law has ever been. <laughs> I know, but like it's this is like the talent of Mr. Ripley. It's like his character in that. Just if he hadn't. Uh, if he hadn't died, <laughs> it's just what he'd be doing uh, now. But Elf. like he, there was there was a little bit there I noticed where he, when he was doing the wager at the start, and then he was like, there was there was this flash of uncertainty in his eyes where he goes, I want to win it, and then he was like searching, you could see, and he's like, I want to win it with a dance. Uh, he, that was like really well performed. Where it's like he's making this up on the spot, but it's brilliant. Obviously, it's not. It's all well scripted and all that kind of stuff, but. Mm -hmm that's just what the level he brings to it you know he makes it a, a nuanced piece and i just thought it's so outlandish it's so on um what's what's the word i'm looking for it doesn't it doesn't uh it's it's not logical in the sense that normal human beings wouldn't do something like this but they're living in land where 
that doesn't really apply because they're rich they're able to afford the luxury that is johnny walker blue label so this is what they can do to spend their time uh, and their spare money having the crack with and i just think it's a fantastical adventure that looks gorgeous it's quite slick i love the music the dancing isn't too complex but it's cool in its own way and mm. that all combined together especially with the impact of first had on me that's makes fair it, makes it my favorite ad if for some reason it just rubs me out the wrong way i think there's a level of pretension in it oh it's the way the wax of it that's what i love about but, it too but that's i just <laughs> i'm just like it's like self satisfying gratification mm. this is what johnny walker is even though johnny walker tastes like trash but it's johnny like, walker blue label that's what the product is it's their premium no i i get all that but i i don't like what the brand stands for and i don't like how it represents itself that's that's that's, that's always made me want to buy a, a bottle of johnny walker blue like for anyone who doesn't mm. know myself and shane are, are, are big into to irish whiskey we're not big scotch drinkers but the, I still want a bottle of that. I, I won't open it because I don't like to taste how scotch. Much is, how much is a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue? It's around one ninety two oh, twenty. Not that bad. Like Middleton, very rare. It's it's in it's near your Middleton range. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's around your Middleton range. So, um, but like it's, it it makes it this ad makes it an aspirational product. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I'll give you one doubt. thing. It does make it stand out from other whiskeys in that price range. Without if you were to be like, yeah. I don't know, I have 200 quid to spend. What whiskey is like high quality? And then you were like, well, Johnny, I saw this thing, Johnny, that's, those guys are high quality. That must taste good. They like the finer mm. things in life. You know what I mean? So, yes, it makes sense from that. But it just, it just, it's the whack of a thing. It just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it just does. That's really, I was just trying to search my feelings. I was like, well, it just, it just feels real icky. It's like, <laughs> it just, it feels so like. I'm going to use this word and I really don't want to, but it's like, I don't think that gets made because of like, that's like the most white male privilege ad I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> it is. It's like, it's like, I just don't think that gets made now. Um, and it seems like, yeah, it feels like something that could have been made in the seventies mm. when only men ran advertising, you know, that type of thing. Like when it was a real sexist affair, like, I don't know. I just I, I know why they're doing it but it just the ad yeah. rubs me the wrong way that's fair uh, but each each their own yeah no 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 uh, and I don't have I don't judge you for I'm just like I just when I watch it I'm like it just doesn't click with me for some reason um, but it's very well made yeah, very well made I think it's beautiful it was shot in yeah. the British Virgin Islands as well as London they're the two locations for it so not a bad uh, not a bad shoot to be on that one no Huh? If you're making a gentleman's wager three, give Fo a shout. If we leave so. Shane at home, he won't be up for oh, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. That is that is my favorite ad of all time, and delighted to be able to share it with with everyone on. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's look, it's it's a great one for you. Here, here's a question: a win load of awards? Uh, yeah, especially a lot of like uh, film production awards. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, because um, it is just it's a really nice it. short film. All those like, kind of jazz, yeah. And the, the, there is, there, there's loads, like, there's a lot you can look into in terms of... I'd say the they had loads of outputs of, of that. I'd say there was like a website. I'd say well, they was like, yeah, they had like, there was one thing they had with uh, Netta Porter. They had a, a collaboration with them where you could buy Jude Law's outfit from the film. All that, so loads of little yeah. tangents that went off and had their own type of 
campaigns in their own right of, but all spitting off from this is the like the I'd spine. say there was brand experiences where you could spend a day on that boat I wouldn't be surprised sounds like I'd say if there was do. stuff like that like you know what I mean I'd say, the they, whole... I'd say they had the boat in can ready to ready to yeah. haul all the lines yeah. off it. I'd actually say they did because I'd <laughs> say they were trying to facilitate oh we've shown you these cool guys what I actually think is actually really smart about it is showing the age the two different ages because they're it doesn't isolate you to be like oh like that could have easily been two older men who are friends which friendship seem would make kind of more sense just from mm -hmm. an age point of view but it not being it kind of makes it more like oh it's aspirational but as well it's like i'm like 30 you know what i, I mean? could be like jude law drinking whiskey on a boat or if i'm older i could be like the old french guy I assume he's french not belgian he's french right uh well with his uh Giancarlo Giannani, I would assume he's, he's Italian. Italian. I think I've seen him as a was he not a detective in some film? He is. He is the uh, contact, the local contact in Casino Royale. That's exactly who he is. Yeah, that's exactly who he is. Poor uh, but I'm just fucked over. <laughs> so just, bad. <laughs> I feel like I talk about this too much on the podcast, but Jude Law's a handsome man. Yes, he is great looking Jude man. Just he just oozes like. <laughs> He's just, he's a good looking fella. Like he just and captured you. You can see why he's an actor. <laughs> the older I get, the the more I realize how much of a brilliant actor he is in in, in, in what he brings to the table on, on films. Um, he's, he's, he's one that's kind of crept up in me where I didn't really, I didn't really think of him that much as an actor, but the more I see him and stuff, the more I'm like, oh, he's actually class. He's a class actor. You think? Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it was the the young pope uh, was was what really oh, yeah. kind of sorry yeah, kind of pushed me over the that, edge. A hard watch. That's the uh, first thing. That's the first thing he's really he's like. I think he acts in. I just think he's Jude Law, and like I like Jude Law, so I'm okay with him being. He, I don't think he's gone through his McConaughey sons, <laughs> but well, I think the, he has the potential to. The 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 young pope really shows that Ash, when he puts when he puts yeah. his shoulder. But to I it. just don't think he wants to put his shoulder to it. I don't think he does. <laughs> like, I think he could win an Oscar when he's sixty, but I don't think he gives a shit. Oh, he could definitely. He has. He has the. That, he has. He does he have has it, it in him for sure, without a doubt. Such a handsome sixty-year-old man. Like, God bless they won't him. even be able to cast him as a sixty-year-old. They'd be like, "This isn't we, right for this." We're group. gonna we're gonna change this ad to or podcast to I love I love Jude Law podcast. Yeah, it was I love Paul Rudd. Now I love Jude Law. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, cool. so that's me. Cool. Okay. No, no, that, that is a good entry. Um, okay. I'm going to go straight into it. So as I said, we two, two, three weeks ago, we were talking to Barney about the Super Bowl ads. And then a lot of ads dropped on the actual night of um, the Super Bowl, which I woke mm. to the next day because I did not watch it, nor did I stay up for it. Um, so the one I want to call out, now this ad, I'm coming very unprepared in a sense that I don't know if it did well. It was only a couple of weeks ago. This was actually just my favorite bit of creative that came out of the Super Bowl. And it's based on, similar to you with the, the wager, it's just based on personal choice. This is the um, the FTX Larry David ad. So let's watch it and then we'll talk about it. I call it the wheel. I don't think so. What does it do? 
It rules. Yeah, so does a bagel, okay? A bagel you can eat. One of the worst ideas I've ever heard. Brother David, behold, it's a fork. I got ten forks right here, baby! <laughs> huh? Am I right? Yes. Huh? <laughs> my lord? Hmm. What is it? A toilet, my lord. A toilet? You expect this court to do its business inside? We're like animals. <laughs> we go outside like humans. It's coffee. It's new. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's awful. You don't like it? I'm all jittery and feel like I got a big job coming on. Hancock, you sign first. No king! Gentlemen, have you taken leave of your senses? The people shall have the right to vote. Even the stupid ones? Yes! Stupid people vote? Yes! Ha! Edison, can I be honest with you? It stinks. Does your wife know what's going on here? She knows I go to work. You're wasting your time, and it's sad. You might as well put the dishes in the shower. What? Hey, Catherine, what's cooking? We're quitting the man on the moon. Are you out of your mind? I can't even get tuna without celery. Nobody's going to the moon, ever. Why not? It's too far. It's far. It's really far. It's far. Whatever no Miraiwa. Put up the music. Pakaka. Pakaka. Wakarudaro. 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 Like I was saying, it's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never. Franklin! Hey, I left my cane in there. What? What do you mean? Hey, that's an expensive cane! As I said, it's completely personal because I just love Larry David and Larry David's humor. So other people might absolutely hate that ad because they don't like Larry David. I just... That, the line when he says, even the stupid ones for voting. <laughs> <laughs> That's Larry David all over. That's the it? most Larry... It's, so, well, I think it's super interesting about this. So it's made by uh, the global creative agency Densu MB. Um... So uh, they did a huge New York Times release on the behind the scenes. They shot it over in four days. That was uh, done in four days? Four days because Larry wasn't available in January. And they shot it the week before the Super Bowl. What? Yeah. <laughs> four days, 112 actors. The COVID protocols cost 100 grand a day. Sorry, 112 actors, 138 crew. Oh my god. Yeah. So like on day four, Larry was joking. He was like, Can we take a break? Can we push this out of day? And everyone's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to build all the sets and everything. Crazy. Wow. Right? Yeah, there's a cool New York Time article. I haven't really read it in full. I just kind of skimmed it before this because I didn't want to be too informed. I just wanted to get the creative agency's name. And they do all like the storyboard, the breakdown of the whole thing. But what I think is really interesting is Twi I, I, like I, I'm not in crypto I was like years ago I bought a few like ethereums which turns out I should have not sold to make a profit of 50 quid I should have held on and now I'd have a couple of thousand but that's life right so um, 
I also am not in NFT. Um, so for me, and I think that's the core of this creative problem or the solution this isn't answering. It's like, who's the most grumpiest, non-willing to change person that exists? And it's like Larry David's character in Curb Your Enthusiasm is this person. Which is Larry like, David. <laughs> which is Larry David. It's that, it's that, it's that mm, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't see it. And it's like, that's my, if someone goes and gets crypto, I'm like, oh, I just don't care. I just don't. I don't want it. So by having Larry, by, by, by essentially going, you're all Larry. If you're not already in crypto, you're all like Larry. And Larry's okay with being like Larry, but maybe it's not the best thing. Maybe you're wrong. Larry was wrong with the wheel, coffee, like all this stuff. So I just think they did a great job of just applying humor and an insight into that people just don't get it. And that's okay. You don't have to get it. Maybe get this yeah. and you get it cheap like you know on, on top of that kind of baseline what you just said there mm -hmm. what he actually brings to the performance too yeah what he's he, made. he did not phone that in like a lot of celebrities who can't say a line or two no he actually really performed it and so much so that i wouldn't be surprised if he tweaked the script or did a bit of ad lib or something like that as as the shooting went on <laughs> like because some of his isms are very larry david and on that, I 100% think that's the case because I think they get paid insane money for these. And remember we talked about on Barney's episode about the Paul Rudd, yes. Seth Rogen one. That was actually shot by Seth Rogen's production company and directed by his writing director partner, Ethan. Ethan, I forget, it's who Michael Sarah's character is based on in Superbad. Um, so like Seth Rogen was definitely involved in all that because he would have wanted it to be a success. Yeah. So I think a lot of these times, I wouldn't be surprised if Larry David has a production company or a kind of script writing company. So I think he gets his 100K and then he's like, yeah, 20 quid extra. We tweaked this. I you know it, I mean? it definitely tweaked. Like the uh, that the line where I've, ten, I've 10 forks right here and he does the hands. That is just oh, brilliant. 10 forks right here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a juxtaposition of a monk talking yeah. like that. Like so antagonistic. Oh, it's, he's just, he's just so funny. I just love him. When I saw that, I was like, damn it, I wish I'd seen that before we did the Super Bowl episode because I just think he's so funny. He just, to me, I'm just like, oh, that makes me go, well, I'm not in crypto, but NFT has a, or what is it? Um, FTX has a humor. If I was to, at least I know that name. <laughs> yeah. I um, think, uh, yes. And, and, and this was, um, they were the lead up to the Super Bowl. They were calling it the the Crypto Bowl because of the amount of yes. crypto advertisers buying spots uh, in this year's Super Bowl, and this is obviously one of the one of the better ones for sure. And on that exact note, I think we're going to talk about the Coinbase QR code. Before we get into that, so I've just seen that. I've not done any research, and I know you've got some juicy scoops on it. Um, some well, at treats. this stage are definitely not scoops <laughs> yeah but for, for, for me they are because I haven't literally have not been following it um, so uh, one I, I still am in shock that QR codes have just kind of happened after 11 years I remember 11 years ago trying to push them and be like 
uh, Larry David. I just don't get it. The world was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And being like, and them already being a big thing in Japan. I remember doing presentations about them. And be like, this is the thing. It's in other cultures. It'll come into this culture. And then no one made a big song and dance about when Android and Apple ingrained it into their camera which is what we needed inflection point but that's what we needed because then people didn't have to download a fucking app but no one made a song and dance about it apple didn't like put it in there we're about to change the fucking world because we are all waiting for this to happen (laughs) and and now it's happened the arse to to use a qr code yeah and now it's happened and now one of the biggest most talked about commercials of that super bowl is a fucking qr code replicated to be like a dvd weight screen like that's just how the world has changed in 10 years is is mind-boggling to me that this like it's just i'm just in shock about it can't you imagine like a media planner or a creative who was pushing this about 10 years ago Mm. and then they got so disillusioned with the industry because no one was buying it they they left advertising and now they're they're looking at these going what yeah i was right (laughs) all all along We've had ideas with QR codes before this was a thing, and like we were like, it just wasn't going to work. It was so cumbersome because of having to have an external app. Uh, literally, the, so the, the ingra- ingraining it into the camera function of, of Androids and, and iOS devices. And it has. being good. It's yeah, not like seamless. shit ingrained. It's actually like if it's anywhere on the screen, it'll pick up the link. Like uh, even last night, I was hooking up uh, my Apple TV account on my smart teddy and all you have to do is, is scan a qr code and then on your phone like, enter your password and it was it, like it's it, it just makes things so seamless yeah i signed like into prime at home in port leash when i was down there and it literally just qr code is like take this on your phone and we know it's you it's like yeah, yeah. okay it's amazing and like i see sky sports are putting it up on their uh, just as part of their broadcast if you want more information about different stories you can just scan the telly the only flaw thing. the only flaw with it is they're hideous they're hideous yeah God they're hideous <laughs> um they're absolutely hideous from a design point of view they they look i remember i've spent months of my life designing and figuring out how they work and like putting logos in them and stuff like that and they're just hideous looking things it will um, come to a stage though that they'll be customized we're going here's your logo as a qr code and that is the qr code it's not in it it is the yeah, code. it's it it's will get data. yeah it, it should it should eventually happen um okay Tell me about Coinbase QR code gate. So a lot of people probably have heard about this already, but uh, when Coinbase ad came out, everyone's it would mm-hmm. re- was extremely popular yeah. uh, on Super Bowl night, um, but also so popular from an actual action point of view where it crashed a lot of the service uh, multiple times. Mm-hmm. So it actually people were scanning the QR code when when it, when it came up on on screen, but. It was so popular afterwards then that the CEO um, of Coinbase, Brian Armstrong, and I'm going to do a bit of reading here just to make sure that my yeah. notes are correct on this. He tweeted uh, a few days afterwards about the uh, the making of the the ad <laughs> because it was it was so popular. Yeah. Um, and basically they had taken a load of uh, a, a number of different presentations from agencies on ads. They didn't like any of them. Uh, so what he did, he, he uh, what their team did is they actually just went back to using a QR code, and someone in the team said, "Let's let's put it as a DVD weight screen." Talk about saving money. Turned around, though production budget was less than a hundred grand uh, for for the whole thing. It should uh, be way less than a hundred grand. 
but you know yourself i think between commission and the music and stuff like that uh okay. that all adds up um fair enough, fair so enough. they're running out of time decided to go with that uh and uh Chine. but then he was uh talking about it and he was talking about how he it was he started basically slagging off um the agencies so Ooh. i'm gonna read uh, one or two of the tweets um love it so number go. four of his thread he goes so we went back to the brainstorm came up with a bunch of wild ideas some of these we will do down the road but we didn't have enough time to produce um we were running short of time and one of the original ideas we had was putting a QR code at the end blah 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 dvd um so then he goes i guess if there's a lesson it is that constraints breed creativity and that as founders you can empower your team to break the rules on marketing because you're not trying to impress your peers at ad week or wherever <laughs> no and this is the line that gets most attention no ad agency would have done this ad so that's on on tweet number 10 of his of his right. thread um and then that went out and uh people were like whoa and then as the ceo of uh the martin agency uh kristen uh, cavallio mm-hmm. she tweeted back and basically said that uh, I'll, I'll see if i can get her actual this tweet yes awesome she tweeted back to him saying it was actually inspired by presentations the presentations our agency showed your team on the 18th of the 8th pages 19 to 24 and uh the 7th of the 10th pages 11 to 18 and with ad show? concepts for the super bowl with floating qr codes on a blank screen so she tweeted that back and then oh you know you know fight 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 yeah uh, so then you're a fucking liar so then it started getting uh attention and there um someone else from uh coinbase came back and i'm gonna get the the, the right name of that person just to make sure i'm so here uh, for this so coinbase uh, soon after that coinbase uh, and i'm i'm uh, quoting from uh, an ink article here coinbase cmo kate rouch cl- chimed in with her own tweet thread in response to cavallios in her thread she claims that multiple agencies including the martin agency pitch campaign ideas including qr codes however according to rouch none of the ideas from coinbase partners were conceptually what the company was looking for so they remained on the cutting room floor so basically she was uh shutting that down uh saying yeah your idea was qr code but it wasn't what we used we don't owe you for it that's what she was actually doing there you can't it's not you, you can't charge we don't want an invoice really <laughs> exactly but the problem so the story goes even further than that yes but the actual problem that it wasn't just that the team did it all themselves the coinbase actually then did work with accenture interactive to make this and that's that's where the whole thing is coming uh coming out with that he's not crediting the agency for doing it um so uh to, to quote the ink article again uh it was they did partner with Accenture interactive who came up with the idea of inserting the qr code into the popular dvd screensaver meme so. um and then to close it all off then uh the cmo of coinbase brian again tweeted uh, a bit later um that Although we, so this is his tweet, although we didn't work with a traditional ad agency, I'd be remiss not to mention the creative firm we worked with, who is obviously Accenture, with who actually created the ad, commissioned the song, got the clearance, etc., etc. Honestly, felt like we were all one team, so I didn't fully realize it. Thank you. Oh, talk about foot and mouth, mate. Yeah. 
Yeah, so he took to Twitter to brag about the ad. His team were class, ad agencies are shit. And he doesn't and understand the creative, pro- like the fact, like if Accenture came up with the DVD thing. That's their ad. So, so what, did, what did they come up with? Use a QR code, which the creative agency also pitched to you. What did you come up with? And using a QR code isn't an original idea. Uh, no, as we said, it's been around for 10, but also if the creative agencies pitched it to them. So like it'd be different, like he gets to stand over that if the creative agency pitched something with Larry David and they went off and made something completely separate. But if there's one element and you take the meetings and the QR code is floating in the element and then you work with another creative agency and they go, oh yeah, let's take that, that good, you liked that QR idea from that meeting, did you? Okay, well, what if we make it like retro, interesting, something everyone recognizes, like the DVD thing that no one has seen in fucking eight years. It's like that's another creative agency doing that. You did nothing. <laughs> like that's someone who does not understand creative process and inspiration. Like you have to be Josh Shafty's muse from Uncle Jams. <laughs> like <laughs> there's <laughs> I'm I like that that's a quick rundown of it. I think there is loads of little other like sparks here and there with the story, but that kind of that's insane that's just the arrogance of that that just yeah. screams crypto to me though that's that crypto <laughs> cowboy currency like, yeah. well, what i loved about crypto is when i saw the the matt damon ad months ago in the cinema i'm like <laughs> this, what? what matt damon is li- he's literally putting his his name to this and this is this is something that could easily go wrong or like he could be yeah. the face of enron in five years time type of vibes mm-hmm. and then uh when this the south park episode so good the new series and they go it's because matt damon made me lose all my money yeah. <laughs> i thought that yeah. was brilliant that someone else was actually calling it out that it was and it's like or he references matt damon, damon four times and someone's like stop it's not funny <laughs> yeah you've <laughs> used that joke a bit too much now <laughs> yeah and that just makes it funnier yeah calling themselves out in their own show is great yeah that's the the crypto the crypto landscape is just madness and like that him doing that and not understanding what he's doing, or maybe very much understanding what he's doing, um, has really, uh, it really just, sh- it'd be like, oh yeah, these people are in charge of a giant currency and they're going to come out with frivolous, uneducated statements like that. And you're like, does that really lend lend me like secure? Mm. That makes me feel secure? Or does this Am make I me confident? feel like, does this make me feel like GameStop Reddit? Like, is that what this yeah. is? <laughs> like, um, I'd, I'd love if you looked at his LinkedIn and it's probably, like I wouldn't be surprised if it was like CMO for two months <laughs> was in college the <laughs> week before that yeah it's but, just uh, it's just crazy to, to to like just knowing how much energy and exercise goes into even getting to a presentation stage and pitching an idea and essentially then going with that idea but like not going with the agency that's okay look ideas can come from other spaces but then mm. working with a creative agency to also do the other element and then to not even credit them and like it's okay to like push it out and not credit anyone but to take the credit yeah that's, that's the, the problem don't credit yeah. anyone push it out and just go yeah we made this it's great we paid for it so i don't have to credit anyone that's no problem at all but yeah. don't go ad agencies can't make this and we made it and it's like no 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 this is all done by ad, ad agencies yeah the, and and that's that's i think the the biggest gripe um about the whole thing and like there's um very well known figure uh, in in the creative industry uh, Cindy Gallup mm-hmm. and this has been a thing that she's noticed and talked about for years so this is literally like a oh, really? bullseye of what's happening and she's like this is this is the problem that, that you know 
advertising and creative it's one of the very few products in the world that goes out to the world uncredited and mm. then it leaves open to to this kind of behavior and stuff and she's she's i, I don't think i'd be wrong saying she's a contrarian in, in in the best possible sense she's always kind of questioning um you know uh, structures and, and and roles and and this is this is one as well that she's uh She's been proven right, unfortunately, in in a very public uh, uh, area. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. Like, I'm not surprised, but I'm surprised how public he made it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's what I find interesting about that. That's why I'm like, I'm I'm not surprised at that at all. But I'm surprised how public, and especially when he got nothing but positive. It had got nothing but positive feedback, and then, yeah. uh, and then, uh, she undid all that, um, all that goodwill. He undid all that goodwill. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, such is life. Um, yeah, like, there, there he's were just that. guaranteed he won't win a, a, a can now. <laughs> <laughs> Accenture Interactive will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they'll all be blacklisted. Can will be like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that's juicy. I love that. I'll read mm. up about that more. I don't know how. A I rare bit of gossip on the I love that ad podcast. Yeah. It'll be. Uh, I. I want. Has Ritson said anything about it? Uh, I don't know. No, he probably has. He's probably no done an article about it. Yeah. Because didn't he do? What were you telling me about his NFTs? Oh, he's uh, he's given out about people rushing to NFTs from a marketing standpoint, and uh, he was selling NFTs of him on the taking a crap on the loo. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love him. You gotta love him. I, I really respect that. Um, okay cool yeah okay look that was a really good episode a proper free-for-all we disagreed yeah. we loved we laughed we <laughs> we loved again <laughs> nearly cried um, <laughs> yeah we had juicy gossip we had everything yeah so um yeah just different 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 episode when it's just two of us uh i we'll leave it there um for anyone who is uh listening to the episode if you're watching if if, if you guys could actually want to help out the podcast if you want to um review only if they're five pair reviews maybe four don't give yeah. us a three if you're a three we're low fuck off, fuck off. don't bother <laughs> if, if, you, if, if you think we're only three don't out of five, be that person and please you, don't be that person you go through the effort of reviewing a three you just you, you've let you've let us down mm. stop listening i'm banning you from listening if you're that person go on your wherever you're listening to the podcast even if you watch this and you don't listen go onto your itunes or whatever and give us a review it'll help us kind of grow our audience and stuff like that and we really appreciate it yeah. also as usual if you want to watch any of the old episodes um go to work with foe slash podcast and you can hit us up on socials as i know a lot of people have been doing lately just kind of talking about some of the clips and stuff like that we'll always get back to you and reach out if you want to come on and talk about stuff we're always open um okay we'll uh we'll we'll leave it there guys thanks so much Great.